And we are back for another rousing episode of the Rule of the Jungle podcast. I am your host, Anthony Anderson, and this is our pre-game dinner discussion live from Skyline Chile. So, I introduce to you my co-host, Will. Will, how are you today, sir? I'm actually doing pretty good, Anthony. All right. All right. So, we bound... We're 0-2 currently. We didn't want to be here in this position, but we're here. You know and I know we play the Rams on Monday night. What are, what are you seeing as big standouts so far? Like, what are you, what are you, who are the key players to watch in your opinion? Who are the key players offensive and defensive, offensively and defensively? And how are you liking how we stack up? Well, I think we got uh, we got one oldie but goodie, and we got one new guy and one new kid to look out for in the Rams. Yeah, obviously one Puka Nakua. I was going to say Puka Pikachu, but whatever. <laughs> Puka Pikachu, whatever, you know. Not yeah. to mispronounce his name. The Puka part is right. I'm just kidding. You know, this kid so, has 25 uh, receptions in two games. Doing his very, uh, doing a very good uh, Cooper Cup impersonation. Yeah. Who's out to week uh, six, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And so I, obviously on defense, it's one Aaron Donald. Brother. We we know we know this guy. Well, honestly, you tell me. At least from what? At least from looking at, I've looked at, uh, I've looked at their roster up and down. Their defense, their defenses went backwards as far as they're very, very young. You don't have the likes of, uh, of a Vaughn Miller or a uh, who's the one motherfucker that got that got uh, Leonard Floyd. Floyd, yeah, yeah, Leonard Excuse Floyd me. or uh, or Bobby Wagner, Bobby Wagner or uh, Nick Scott, Jalen no. Ramsey, or, yeah, or Nick, Nick Scott. Scott. <laughs> we got a devil. Yeah. Yeah, he's on. He's with us. And mm-hmm. At least from what we uh, looked at, it looks like he's going to be playing. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, tell you what. You want? How do you want to start this? You want to start off with uh, reading off the injury reports, or do you want to say? Because obviously, Bengals fans, uh, we in case anyone hasn't figured out or been watching online. Uh, we went ahead and signed AJ McCann, one AJ McCarron from one University of Alabama. We drafted him as a fifth round draft pick. He's bounced around the league a little bit. Also, too, last year he spent time with the St. Louis Battlehawks. Yeah. Oh, that, actually, that was this year. That was this year. Battle yeah. Hawks, yeah. No Battlehawks, right? Yep. Yeah, so. Well, it looks like the Bengals decided to go ahead and pick him up. They signed him to the practice squad, so it looks like it's probably, if you're looking contract details, typically practice squad guys get typically the league minimum, correct? Yes, league minimum. Yep. So, uh, and for anybody that doesn't know, uh, typically there's a pay. Anybody that's maybe tuning in for the first time doesn't really have a whole clue about how the NFL works. Typically, your practice squad guys. We're probably going to make at least fifty to about a hundred thousand a year, which is typically the league minimum. Still a damn good living that you can make, but uh, but yeah, typically there's a pay pay hierarchy. So, with that being said, I will say 
We will go ahead and take a look. If you want, we will go ahead and take a look at the Bengals in at the Bengals injuries. As far as we know right now, it looks like Joe Burrow was is listed as questionable with pra, with not practicing Thursday and then having limited practice limited practice Friday and Saturday. We also got Nick Scott who was going through concussion protocol. Yep. Was a limited participant Thursday, but a full practice, a full participant on Friday and Saturday, which is actually spinning to be a good sign that he will likely be, be one that will suit up. Uh, also, too, surprisingly good news. Looks like Joseph Osai, as far as his ankle for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, he was a full participant. So, which. Uh, a couple of surprising ones. It looks like uh, Akeem Davis Gaither, our linebacker, and also special teams ace, that uh, says on here, I'm looking at their injury reports. It looks like uh, he actually has something going on with the knee. So with the dash, I'm going to assume that, hey, he uh, either was a non-participant or uh, – or they just don't have the they just don't have the news on that whether he did or not. But Friday and Saturday, Friday he was a limited participant. Saturday did not practice. Irv Smith Jr. is another surprise one. They've got him same same situation as uh, Akeem Davis Gaither, but instead of being a limited, but in, but for Friday and Saturday he's a limited participant in both, and they've actually got him listed as doubtful. Which will come into my next question as I read off the rest of our injuries. Will, uh, yeah. how are you feeling about us at the tight end level? Well, uh, perfectly fine with Drew Sample and Wilcox Walkers. That's fast receivers, you know. But what do you think about the fact that right now we got Tanner Hudson? Uh, I would say. What I don't know if they'll do this or not, but I'd say go ahead and call Tanner, elevate Tanner Hudson to the fifty-three. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Because thinking whether or not, there. again, whether or not they do this, that's solely on them. They, but at this point, what's it going to hurt? It wouldn't hurt anything to me. Because honestly, outside of Irv Smith, he's your best pass catcher. He, he actually is. Yes, he definitely is. Uh, I mean, nothing uh, against Wilcox. Wilcox will get in there and get dirty too. He'll get in there and maul you. And we know Sample is the best blocker. Yeah, and he, and Samples <laughs> is the best blocker. So. He's got to keep this guy available for the whole year. You know, he's been injury prone, and I worry. You know, yeah, I do. And then. Uh, Tyson Anderson that said uh, they got him with a calf issue like Joe. Okay. Uh, it looks like for Thursday he was, a, but with Thursday they had him as a limited participant, and then Friday and Saturday, Friday and today they had him as a full participant. Okay. So, and then Chittabe was a non-injury related foot thing, so it looks like they just decided to rest him. Because he was a limited participant today. They rested in Thursday and Friday. So uh, then we come down to, we already know with the Rams issues, we know they're, we know Cooper Cup's out to at least week six. Yeah. Yep. 
what's the what's the deal with him? Last I heard, it was a ham hamstring yeah, issue. Hamstring, yeah. But then it later said like something hamstring something and back. And back. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, uh, Brian Allen, their center, illness. Uh, they said Thursday didn't uh, didn't participate didn't practice Friday. Uh, full participant Saturday. They don't have anything for us yet. So probably one of those things with the league that had they'll release that to the Bengals or everybody else as they choose as they see fit. Uh, Puka Nakua, the apparent now rookie sensation for the Rams. Uh, why injury that looks like they're saying he has is the oblique issue. And they said he didn't practice Thursday, but he was a limited participant for Friday. And then same thing with Saturday. Uh, yeah, I think I'll be good. I think I'm good. I'm good. Uh, then Cody Durant, cornerback, groin, didn't practice Thursday, limited practice Friday. Uh, their guard, Joe Noteboom. Yes, one of my favorite names. Shoulder. Limited participant for th- uh, for Thursday, full participant Friday, and then Jonah Williams, defensive end for the Rams, back. So it looks like they had hit for limited participation Thursday, full participation Friday. Overall, neither side is terribly banged up. It looks like most of the guys are going to start. Yeah, we're going to play. Yeah. I bet news for them. Yeah. So, <laughs> outside of that, I'm gonna say at this point, what do you say? You want to move in? The, you want to transition into offense, or do you want to start defense? All right. All right, and we are back. And as we said, we're going to transition into the offensive side of the ball. Uh, last week, at least my takeaways, the Bengals came out. They started off a little flat. Joe came out flat. Everybody came out flat. But the second half, they started. you started seeing some signs of life of them putting things together. Um, I'm going to say that obviously we know at the end of the game, what was reported that Joe looks like he re-injured his calf. So far, still no word on whether or not he will start. Um, if I had to say from my my opinion, I would say at this point it's leaning in the direction that he may. But I'm also seeing the Bengals go and get some a few insurance policies in case they know they're going to be struggling with this issue throughout the year so with that being said overall the game's gonna hinge on the health of Joe Burrow whether or not we win and hinge on Zach Taylor make it coming up Zach Taylor and Brian Callahan coming up with a decent game plan I'm interested in getting your thoughts, Will. What are you thinking? Because are you thinking along the same lines of what I'm thinking? Because I'm thinking if Joe is still not 100%, it, 
we're going to have to lean into the run some. And right now, Joe Nixon's been actually our most consistent uh, player. What's your thoughts, sir? Well, wow. Well, the big question is where Joe's going to play or not. I think the game plan almost has to be the same no matter what, even if he does, whether he does or doesn't. So in other words, come out and be. So in other so in other so in other words, what you're thinking is because I think what I think what they're I think what Zach keeps trying to do, he's trying to go for the go for the explosive play right away, and you know you know good and well you know good and damn well just like I do, you're not going to always get it right away. Sometimes you have to try to you have to keep the defense honest, try to get it. Or come out running the ball for a couple of plays just to try to see if you, especially, they know what kind of level of talent we have on defense, on offense, that you know, and as soon as every game you and I have gone to, we know as soon as them say, we know right where their safeties typically like to play. They had, they've had two years of playing with Jamar, with Jamar and T. You see them playing back, they're anticipating it going deep. Which typically they want those they want those safeties to try to play the to play to play back to be able to try to help cover be able to help cover especially if in case say like for instance I've seen Jamar get scorched by Denzel I've seen Jamar scorch Denzel Ward on a couple of plays and at the Cleveland game we went to last year wasn't there one play where uh, Denzel got so damn frustrated he fucking speared Jamar out of his damn boots and yeah. knocked his helmet off. Yeah. But it, it's it's one of those things that because they're either coming out in too high too high or too high shell or some variant of that. And you tell me. Honestly I think right now with Joe's calf you do have to lean some to the run game. You're gonna have to lean some a certain port a portion of it too. Which kind of plays into the fact that, but I think that's going to help the pass. <laughs> I think that will help the pass game ultimately. <laughs> well, because we came out and throwing the ball early, with you know, I want to say just varying levels of the success. It's like even if even once we got the short passes completed, you know, it seemed as if like especially against Baltimore, we wanted more. Cleveland, we tried more down the field, right? We tried throwing yeah. a lot more down the field. It didn't, we wasn't in sync. You know, we, we didn't, we wasn't clicking. Yeah, Baltimore, but that, that's one of those things. Yeah. That's for another rant right. that you sure. and I can do. Sure. But uh, against Baltimore, last week, we saw where there were some openings, some open guys. They wasn't hit. We, we didn't hit them. We didn't look that way. Joe would take the check down and. I, that's when I knew something. I'm like something's wrong. Something looks wrong. Physically with Joe. Yeah. If he's not pushing that ball down the field, which that's yeah, because that Joe's, is what he does. Because Joe's one that hey, if he sees a deep shot, and, sure. he know, and he know and he he's one. He's he's not. He sure. makes it. He knows. Hey, I got a deep shot down the field to Jamar. That almost guarantees a touchdown, or at least he guarantees that big yardage. He's taking. He's taking it. He's not a short. The deep guy. He's typically he's one here. Sure. He'll drop it off. He'll, He'll drop it off if he needs to. Sure. But like drop you said, if he's got a choice between Way going, too often, it's not that style. 
Yeah, he was becoming a little too reliant on it. Which I'm like, okay, that you know. Not going for chunk plays, I understand it, you know. Worried about this, worried about that. But you know, we can't well, we can't live off of that. Right, this isn't 2021. Right? No, I get that. Where no one knew we could hit all these big plays down the field because we were so aggressive in doing that. You knew every game. We getting two, three, four up, up top. I just, I don't know. Uh, that's what was, you know. I am wondering. There's some things like you know how I told you in our conversations. I don't doubt Zach as a coach. I think a play caller, I don't know that he's been in enough situations to be able to say that he has that critical game, in-game awareness. Sure. Because things that you and I might pick up, at the end of the day, we're couch coaches. Sure. At the end of the day, sure. but both of us play. Both yeah. of us know, yeah. know things to look for, no know shifts, no formations. But literally, I, 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 I we uh, tendencies obviously in defense and basketball. That's what I played. Yeah, I understand their fit, like their placement actually across from receivers. I yeah. can kind of tell what coverage they're in and how they're shading the receiver by where they're standing at. And you can typically see, and like for me, I'm a former lineman. Right, typically, I can see. Yeah, you know, they head up on you. It's probably man. Yeah, if they shade to one side, it's a reason why they're doing it. Yeah, they're playing, they're they're playing, yeah, they're playing off. They're they tis- want you to go. They're playing inside. They want you to do an outside release. Because they got to help the zone. Yeah. They want you to do that. So you got to somehow, you know, so stab you, out. Yes. You got to stab out and you got to get underneath them. Because oh, yeah. that's where the weakness of the defense is. Despite what the play is being called or your route. But if your route is it, say, run a fly batter, if you can bend it in, then I'm fine. Yeah, but foot placement and, and, and ball placement is two different things. The ball's not being thrown to you. I mean, we, what do you do, right? Oh, yeah. And, uh, but also, too, uh, like I look at, and I, I, I'm still hearing a lot of people, too. Uh, you know me. You know I, I have a big, big soft spot for the for the O-line and D-line. Well, you should it. Yeah, because I played it. Yeah. So, we're, we're, let's transition it. We've, we've talked right. about Joe. Right. Unless there's a couple things that you want to add in, in your in your observations no, of Joe Burrow in basically within the first two games, if there's some stuff you want to add. I definitely, I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you brought the line. I'm glad you brought it. Because I, I feel like right now, like don't, like, don't get me wrong. We want to should should your quarterback be getting hit at all? No, but as a lineman, as a former lineman, and especially talking with some friends of mine who coach, you you don't want to you don't want your you don't want your quarterback getting hit at all. You don't want your running back getting hit in the backfield, but. Hey, depending on the type of quarterback that you have, or depending on uh, various various things, pressures and hurries are still going to happen. But it's one of those things that all depends on uh, how quick they get rid of that ball. And the main thing they just got to do is just continue to get the same. I think people, 
like at this point, the only weak spot I really see on that defense. And feel free to interject if you disagree. If there's some, if there maybe in case there's something that you see that maybe I'm not seeing. The only real weak spot I see on there would be Jonah. I. I don't know what his deal is. I, know, I thought he, I thought he quit as a veteran against Baltimore. Did he? But overall, but overall, like I look at the lineup, we finally got our we got our guy at left tackle in Zeus in Orlando Brown Jr. Well, look, I, I'm gonna say it like this: I don't think the rest of the line, like like between Kappa, Volson, Volson. I know everybody's saying that. Uh, no, uh, he's actually catching a lot of heat, which is surprising to me. I don't think he did terrible. I think he's getting better. He's getting better. He's getting better, which is you know all he asked for. Think about how far he comes though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he came from a. Uh, uh, we didn't expect him to start. Oh yeah, we didn't grab him like him to start. No, that was not. That was not the case. He started. I dare say what every game is great. Yeah, and I think they were hoping that he would uh, make a serious jump. Yeah, not it's still early in the, I'm, I'm talking about yeah. making a, a serious right. jump from right away from year one to year two. Right. Well, I still I mean, say it's early in the season for people to go ahead and just go. Right. I mean, you can't be like that. But uh, no, uh, I don't think Volson's. I don't think Volson's a terrible. Uh, done terribly. Would you like to see him pick up his game just a little bit more? Yeah, without question. Because I think uh, I think it's, I think we need I think there's still some there's still some kinks to work out on the O line, obviously. Sure, but you know my thing is like. But okay. I'll take it just within just within the first two games, the fact that Joe's only been sacked three times, and really when you watch both games, only two of those sacks truthfully were on the O line. Yeah. yeah, I'll take that. The. Uh, but I know, but I know, going into this game, the big, the, the big key for the O line, especially with Joe's calf, I, I thought you're gonna have they protect him at all costs. Remember, even thought, if you, even if you, I, even I, I if thought, say, I thought so, Jonah played pretty well. Actually, so even if say the, the first game, though, right? no, I, what was that? I thought Jonah played well as compared to the first game with the line. Oh, but still. Here, if you compare two games, I don't know. Like right. at least can you compare the two games? Yes, I'll yeah. give you that. That's, that's uh, it. I, oh, he played spectacular. He was a no, no. Jones no. is an average offensive he, tackle. We know he, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's he, not. Yeah. He, he's not what you would consider to be overly exceptional, or yeah. he's not. His I wouldn't put him in the likes of a Trent Williams. Or say who? Or who's the who's the best rated offensive tackle uh, on the right side right now? What? That right. comes uh, Lane, comes, Lane Johnson. Or Elaine Johnson. I don't have to put him up there with him though. That's like not, I wouldn't I wouldn't consider him elite or exceptional. He's average. Because I really truthfully because really if we're because really truthfully if we're being honest. But and I, we're looking at the rest, of, and we're looking at every other roster. If Jonah was to be on any other roster, he would probably be a backup, correct or incorrect. No, he can start for a lot of teams. <laughs> he can start left tackle for a lot of teams and right. Well, tackle. he ain't shit. He ain't playing a fucking left tackle. He can start but a left tackle honest, for a lot he, of teams. Well, but he would be. He's still better. Hey, look, if you look at his being, level, being average still makes him better than what forty five percent of the league. 
He's still better than 45% of the whole league. Okay, I'll give, I'll give you that. So, I'll give you that. Let's not throw him I'm a little critical on him because I look at it. just seems like I think since he's since the season started. It's his hands. That's what it is. It's his hands. He he's not the most technically sound. And you know me, I'm very big on technique. He doesn't strike. He doesn't hit first. I don't understand that. Yeah, because you come in. Yeah, you come in. You especially if you're coming in on run block. As you, literally, your ha- your hands almost need to come out as, just as quick as your leg as you're springing out of your. Pass protection. What's the one thing you can't let the defensive lineman do? Get, Get inside his hands of you. on you first. Because basically, if that defensive lineman gets his hands on you, he gets inside your shoulder pads. Because typically, the way I was always taught to play D-line, you get inside. Your job is to make sure you elevate that pad level. So basically, you've got the advantage. As soon as you get that, and it's too easy to get get the advantage on him, which is why Miles Garrett literally every game. Well, that's because he, he gets into him. I'm like, no. Strike him first. But also, too, Miles Garrett likes to toy with him. <laughs> well, well, yeah. But I mean, you know. <laughs> but, I don't, but here's the thing. I don't blame Miles Garrett for that because Miles Garrett is a freak of nature. Yeah, but yeah. we don't play against Miles Garrett every week, which we didn't play against Miles Garrett last week. We're playing against a totally different beast this week. And I know, and I know that one sack. Correct me if I'm wrong. That uh, happened at the. Uh, that happened at, in the game against Baltimore. Wasn't that on the right side? I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't know. I won't lie. I remember I was out getting kicking. So I didn't actually see the sack. I, I, I've got NFL. We got NFL Plus because you and I yeah. share it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We can go back and look at it. We could. But uh, it was just but, over, but overall. <laughs> What's that? It was just Davian Clowney, too. So you know how I feel about him. <laughs> Davian Clowney's Whatever. fucking jackass. We don't even worry about it. He is a jackass. Yeah, he, he is a fucking jackass. jackass. But you know that. You know, <laughs> neither and yes, Mr. Clowney, I did say you're a jackass. <laughs> but it's okay to be a jackass. I'm not saying like I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's fine. When you're a football player. You're, you're an average, you're an average okay. jackass. <laughs> you're, not, you're not like an all-time Bart Scott jackass. So don't worry about it. So you're okay in our book, but you're still a jackass. Yeah, yeah it's okay. <laughs> go, go game cops, right? Everybody's doing South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But overall, like, like I think, I do think coming up, because, like, I look at next year, like, I look at next year, like, I look at next year, we will need to prepare. So, like, there's a couple of positions that I know we're going to need to figure out what the, what we're going to do with on the other line. Like, you know, Ted Karras' contract will be up next, after sure. next year. Sure. If they don't, I don't know that I want to put Trey Hill in there just yet because I still consider him to be somewhat of a liability. And, again, that's just me. Uh, I like Ted Karras. I would say – I take and you know, and you know how they typically don't like to extend past your thirties. I don't know that shit didn't work. I, I think that that might be the one. He might be one I'd make an exception for. Obviously, unless, unless they're the clear free agent that we're targeting and can get. And yeah, right unless, now, I, unless I, I there's a. Uh, I don't see it. But what I would do, but what I would do, I'd probably give him another extension. Then I'd probably give him another extension because typically O line in the NFL, uh, transitioning from college to the NFL, at least two, three years tops yeah. to really develop. So what I would do, I'd give him a one year extension. Right. That way, hey, he's there four years. Take Evan Neal for example. My God, they said this guy, oh, he's gonna be. 
at least a, a, a you know top level run you know run run uh, run, run blocker run, that didn't happen <laughs> that didn't happen no yeah, yeah I remember. it didn't yeah. happen and but the thing year, is they yeah. but the thing is you also have to realize that's the draft that's the draft people they that set they try to set like the high right. expectation. Yeah, like, no, most of these co- most of these coaches they know what the hell they're getting when they come in. So, but it's one, but you got to you got because you have to look at the trends. The trends in the NFL, which the one with the O line, and that's any position on the O line that tends to be the most tried and true is, and it's been like that since when both of us were coming up. Takes at least two to three years, at least two years, two full years to really develop and to really see where you're. So, like for instance, the first year, obviously you would have you would have Ted still be the starter. Second year, you can have him split time. Third year, second, third year. By that point, enough. He's had some time to get used to the game. Get in there. That third year, he should be able to fly for fly free. So, I'm, 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 in, I'm impressed with the O line so far. Do I think that they're still got a ways to go? Yeah, yep, they're still, they're yeah. still, they're still a work in progress. But with what I've seen still so way. far, I, I got to give my props to to Coach Coach Frank. I really do, especially if any of the Bengals people are listening. Yeah, throw that throw that compliment in his way because hey, he's definitely deserved it. Uh, I know that. I believe as our timing gets even better, you'll start to see why I was so uh, why I was sold on moving Jonah from the left to the right side. Well, but you know, you'll see the timing will even out better. Because then, because then, so in other words, his, you, in other words, his win rate. So in other words, high, so in other words, you're saying, in other words, what you're saying is some of his struggles still on right tackle are related to timing. Yes. Okay, no, I can, I, I'll, yeah. I can get behind that. But I, but I think. I think we can even help him more because we don't have to worry about Zeus on the other side. Well, yeah, right? Zeus, you just let him free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just let him free. That man's a monster. No big deal. That'll help both. But, but am I right? wrong? Am I wrong That'll to say help. just from what I've seen of him so far up close? That man's a monster. I I I, I was not. I the was only not the only other the only other player surprised. I would have passed on Orlando Brown to get if he would have been a free agent would have been Trent Williams. And, and they'll never let this dude be a friend. Oh yeah, no, you got never. You got to. I don't know. What's you got to. You got to damn your hold them at gunpoint gotta, just to get him. They'll still probably say no. No, we're holding him. Go ahead and shoot me. <laughs> Go ahead and shoot me. We're not doing it. Go ahead and shoot me. But that would be the only other one that I would like seriously be like, oh, Orlando Brown and or fucking Trent Williams. Maybe a, oh the choices. I don't even know. Maybe I don't, I don't know. That that would be the only other one that would make me sit and think. Maybe Tristan Wirfs, but I'm still, I still. I Tristan still, Wirfs, though, seems like he's, from what I still I, think the, he's the little right bit, tackle. the little, the little bit of tape I've seen of I him uh, at right left tackle. tackle this year, he yeah. struggled mightily. I think he's better right tackle. Yeah, he, he is. But I'm saying if you had me, you would but, be like, uh, you know, okay. But uh, while we're talking about that, uh, what are we thinking so far with the? Rams offensive line because their offensive line is rather young. Very young. Lost lost some stars. 
McVeigh's a you know freaking genius. Yeah, well, so, but McVeigh almost did McVeigh almost did a Judas turncoat on him. I know. And basically was getting ready to say, he's "Fuck it, to, I'm, I'm gone." He's about to get up out of here. Said, "Look, up that talented bear, I'm gonna get up out of here." But uh, you can't blame him. Look at that. The talent was stripped from the roster well, with all the injuries he had last year. Well, but when you turn around, but when you turn around and he you did. damn near fucking sell your fucking soul for the for the Super Bowl, and they won it, and they won it. When you gave away your whole future for like like three or four years, they won the draft picks. As I'm winking, and going, you you and I both know, like you were even sitting there. I you did the whole. I they, remember they, you and I won was, it. Yeah, because we were six minutes away from we were six minutes away from taking it. I'm not gonna on this podcast. I will not revisit the Super Bowl. Despite the fact playing we're playing the Rams, I will not revisit that. I I I I I won't say I've made amends with it. The hell with that. I'm petty. I don't care. I've let it go. It's it is what it is. The hell with that. I'm petty. (laughs) Of course you are, but it is. It has reared its head. What's that? I'm petty. Yeah, yeah, I'm petty. But it's reared its head a couple more times. Super Bowl, two FC Championship games. I'm just saying, it, it, it a little, little questionable officiating. That's all. Let's move on. All right. So, with, yeah, we'll do a quick. As a matter of fact, you know what? We already talked about the Rams. Stafford, we already. Let's talk about Stafford real Matthew quick. Matthew Stafford. He's getting rid of the football really quickly. So, it's kind of hard to sack. But, but if you look at the complete history of Matthew Stafford inside of his whole career, he is what I would call, you almost expect a pick or two at least every game. He is talent with a caveat. He, he's a, he, he gets a little overzealous thinking that, hey, oh, I know, oh, like there'd be games like when uh, when he was with Detroit and we would and well, you, you had he had the likes of Megatron, and he'd be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna throw it down there." I know it's double coverage, but shh, you're a triple coverage. Shit, fuck. Well, well, throw it down. And you know. Next thing you know, hit. <laughs> you know, when you throw it down there, and he catches the dang ball with three guys on him. You're like, you know what? I can do this all the time. Like, no, no, you can't. Just because he does it every once in a while. That's, that's his greatness. That's not your greatness. Yeah. It's not on you. Where when, Jeff, make a where, where, when, where when we have a Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, don't, when he's healthy, he don't make too many bad reads. He can be full, but it doesn't, it doesn't really end in total disaster. Yeah. But, uh, but overall, you look at him, you look at Matt, you look at Matt, so far I think... Uh, I we'll see what happens. I think I, I think, think I think he eventually. Uh, I think he's played well. Of course, considering two in two games so far, he's not played terrible. No, but I, I think something tells me I kind of if I'm he, looking at he, his he mechanic, for, if I'm looking at how he plays, is he due for a bad game? Yeah. Oh, he's due for one. We'll take it. I'm hoping it's with us. We'll take it. Yeah, I'm calling it. Yeah, he threw like a critical interception. I'll take uh, it. It, it. Seems like that's gonna happen. Yeah. So in other words, yeah. you're, you're smelling it like I'm, I am. Yep, I'm telling you, it's, it's like like yeah. blood in the water. You know, considering Lamar Jackson didn't have like a especially spectacular game last week, which I said he wasn't going to, but you know, whatever. On the road to six thousand yards passing, right? Remember? 
Yeah. I'm not going to let that go all year. Oh, that's I'm not going to happen. I'm gonna, uh, but no, 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 no. The man said, I want to throw over 6,000 yards. He meant now. I don't think he meant the rest of his career. <laughs> Which, I don't know. That might happen, too. I don't know. We don't know. He ain't going to. He's not going to throw for that 6,000 yards. He's, he's still. I meant, I meant total. <laughs> his career. God <laughs> Well, you know, never know. He's talking about his entire career. He's his already entire done. Career. No, I'm talking about just from the moment he said that. Anyway, let's get back on. Let's get back well, on task. Because it is fun. It is funny. As hell, it is funny as hell when we talk about that. <laughs> I'm counting. No, I understand. <laughs> I'm watching the count. You and Baker Mayfield, six thousand yards total. Rest well, but ba- yeah, but Baker's not done terrible in Tampa. So far. no, not at all. But but you know Baker, well, we uh, the tires are going to fall off at some point. And fall off in tremendously bad. Here we go. Tremendous. Actually, it's gonna fall off in tremendously glorious fashion. I will enjoy that day. Oh, I'm it's sure you will. So, uh, so, overall, obviously, you and I are basically when it comes to the O line for both teams, we're gonna give the edge to us. Yep. We'll, but and even then, for those of you listening, hey, yeah, we're homers. We love our Bengals, sure, but, gonna... but we're, we're we're willing to be realistic when when it needs to, when it's time to be. This year, it's not that it's not that Super Bowl team that the Rams had two years ago. Ooh. Our offensive line has actually gotten better. Stripped and, down of their talent, and the whole entire Rams roster, offensively and defensively, has been stripped down. Uh, I'm gonna say at this point, I'm gonna give. Obviously, you and I give the favor to Bengals at quarterback. Uh, if Joe starts, let me just say, how dare they put Ohio State on behind me without saying something? But continue. So, <laughs> how dare they? Yeah. So, with that being said, we we give the O line the fa- we give the O line the favorite for us. Let's uh, let's ask about receivers, sir. Or as a matter of fact, let's go running backs. Okay, there's some big news here uh, with the uh, Rams running backs. They traded uh, Cam Akers to the uh, uh, Minnesota Vikings. Vikings. Yep. For, I don't know, a bag of chips and a snow cone. Or I think. <laughs> I You're laughing. I'm serious. I thought it was a, no, I'm a good trade for the Vikings. No, it, it was a conditional. I think a conditional. Snow cone? It was a conditional. I, a couple snow cones? It was two conditional picks. I think a conditional fifth and a sixth. You heard what I said. Or a conditional sixth and a seventh. You heard what I said. <laughs> snow cone yeah. and a fucking. Back of chips. I heard Back that. Back chips. Go on. Stop it. Okay. I'm trying, I'm trying not to laugh because you're, you're making it funny. <laughs> it was funny. I know it's funny. funny. It's well, hilarious. I, I saw the trade. I was like, what? I thought he was going to. I thought he might make a debut here, but he was disgruntled. So you do what you do with a disgruntled player. You get rid of him. No, well, no big deal. But, I mean, I thought he fit into the timeline of their young, you know. Young team growing. Well, but they really to... like they drafted him. I think wasn't it the year, wasn't it like the year before they released yeah, before. Todd Gurley? Yeah, yeah, Todd Gurley. Yeah, yeah, just he never really produced for that. Yeah, hurt. He spent more time he hurt than he did uh, and on the field. Right. And obviously, a running back when you get hurt nowadays, they'll just go get two three guys and you know. Never Which we him. know that's getting ready to happen with J.K. Dobbins. That's gonna happen. It's not if it's just it's gonna happen. It's going to happen. And no, Kenyon Drake is not a long term replacement. They just know he he knows the system. Him him and yeah. uh, Gus Edwards are not long term yeah. replacements. Right. They 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 know the system. They know the system. And they fit they'll, a suffice, certain role. they'll suffice. They'll suffice. 
they'll suffice for their role. I'm surprised. And then basically, when it comes time for the draft for the Ravens, they're going to go ahead and say, oh, hey, what's the running back crop look like? Yeah, because Melvin Gordon is also not the answer. Oh, yeah, no, without question. But, but if you uh, combine the three, fine. Well, that's good back on the Rams. Yeah. I don't know none of these guys that run it back. I'm not going to lie. It's okay. They're not terrible. They're fine. They're there. They're there. <laughs> they play the running back position. I don't know. But, uh, but between us, uh, myself personally, I think Joe's done, Joe's done good so far. The main thing we're going to have to do, we're going to have to lean into him. But I, I have concerns. I have some concerns with the fact that, one, I think they're trying just within the first couple of – with the game last week when they did send in Chase Brown. Why are you trying to send that little bo- – that, that that, why are you trying to send that man up between the guard and tackle well, we, when really, like, he gets eaten up? He gets – as soon as he gets up in there. But then again, I also think part of that's on him because I've seen running – I've seen good running backs. You get a good running back run that, hey, they run up in there, they're either going to try to evade you or they're going to try to run through you. And, like, dude, literally, this is what I saw. As soon as he went up, yeah, he got it. He, no, he just stopped as soon as there was contact. Well, he didn't try it. to mow through. He just stopped. He, tur- he turned his back, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to mow through a guy when you expect him to be blocked, and he's not. It's like, what happened there? So no, I'm, I mean, I've got some concerns with that. Got, I think I think what they might rush. I think what they might need to do if they want to get him in on the right. if they want to utilize him on the run on the if they want to utilize him on the running game, maybe come up with some maybe come up with some formations that they can have him run to the outside because it seems like I've no, I've looked at his college tape. It seems like he does better running it outside. Or am I wrong? Or did I look at? Did I miss look at? Misread something? No, because they designed runs for both. But I'm just saying he's, the they're going to have explosive runs he had work to the outside. Exactly. That's why I'm saying I don't his, think that oh, they no, need to have him. I don't think they need to run him between the guard and tackles. I think well, he's not. No, I think not he's not exactly. built to do that. Not Somebody like Joe Mixon can Wait. do it between the guard and tackle and be able to do it that way. Uh, yeah, fix the board. What was it? Uh, Diet Pepsi. No. Well, so, we're not going to pull But... If you don't run Chase inside, you might want to block it up. That might that might hurt. Because... Or, what you, yeah. Cause or what, you what said, you're going to... You're not going to expect him to break. The big or guys. unless you... Did, yeah. Not or, the big guy's tackle. Linebacker, or, maybe. Or unless you're going to... Or unless you're going to do... Some, or, or unless you're going to do some form of a unique... Uh, or unless you're going to do some form of a unique, which occasionally you don't normally see tackles pull, but occasionally you might. You might you, the, the, that uh, you do some kind of unique pulling play that uh, you put one of your big edge tackles that uh, can get up in that get up in that middle and between the guard and tackle and uh, basically handle business. Sure. Now, uh, now, what, but, is, what is your okay? What is your opinion on, on, on this? I haven't, obviously, we haven't touched on this. The familiarity between the two coaches. That's going to obviously play a favor. It's going to so, obviously play a favor. Uh, would Taylor steal some shit from his mentor? Like, I'm I'm sure I would. I would 100% do it. I'm sure he did. I mean, I would do it and run it on him. Like, well, you know this play. Yeah, the reason why I know it. 
Like in the running game? But I would imagine he'd probably come up with some new stuff. Sure. I mean, I, I would I'd be trying to twist or something. I'd probably, I'd be trying to come up with a twist or something. Sure. I mean, I'd run like the same concept, but I'd just do something. Yeah. A different spin. Something he hasn't, he hasn't thought about. Like, hey, but, uh, yeah, what's your what's your what's your thoughts on uh, Tredavion, Tredavion Williams and uh, Chris Evans? Chris Evans, it seems like since he made the fifty three, he's been non existent. I know they say he's been hurt, but yeah, that's kind of what it is. But yeah, like at some point, like you know, the big thing, hey, your your biggest asset is your availability in the NFL in, on any sports team. But you know, when he's been out there and he's been called upon. He's been, been, been okay. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not Especially debating in the, that. In the receiving. Oh, yeah, on the receiving end. He's a he's a, um, he's a matchup nightmare. I don't I don't get why that's he's not. One, like he's a, one that uh, literally, especially if you match him up against a, uh, say you match him up against a linebacker or match him up against a. Uh, safety. Uh, uh, safety not, or. It's not really good matchup. For oh, yeah. Safety. Oh, yeah. But uh, we don't. You, we're not using it, no. Tre'Davion Williams, like I've seen almost nothing of, other than a couple times that, we, uh, so far this year that I've seen them pop, pop in for a uh, cameo. It's like, hey, yeah. I'm the, I'm this, the stepbrother that lives <laughs> ten miles away. I'm just popping in for a one shot and gone. I'm like, well, I think we need we need one of the three. Obviously, I think they, I think they got to get their running back two situation ironed out. Ah, Pick a guy. Let's go with it. Yeah, but you yeah. know how it is. They, I think Zach. We're not, we're not overworking Mixon yet. But I mean, but I also think totality. Yeah. It will be at some point. Yeah, but I think that's why I say I think we need to figure out a running back too and try to work those two in into the plan to try to take some off of Joe. Sure. You don't want to take everything off of Joe. Well, no, but realize how much P. Ryan took off of Joe. Quite a bit. There you go. Between the three of them, we can get quite a bit. That goes without without saying. Maybe. Well, guess what you can't do? Can't get nothing if not playing. No, that goes without saying. I don't care which two's healthy, which ain't. They got to play. I can't disagree with you there. You got to take them off here at some point. You can see, though Mixon is very good when he's all gassed up, all ready to go, rock and roll, not tired. But not yeah, but you want to you want to you want to do that slow rev with yeah. with Joe Mixon. Get him a couple, yeah. get him a couple uh, off tackle. Maybe get him an inside run between the guard uh, center and the guard, or between the guard and the tackle. Get him a couple inside runs just to get that engine good and revved up. And then just out of nowhere, we let him get his confidence up, especially if he can break off a big one, because obviously they're gonna. The, their big key is going to be making sure that Aaron Donald is accounted for. Because be honest, is there anybody else on that defense that you that you would be like no, fearful I, I, of? I would I would give a small shout out. A small Well shout out to Aaron Donald by the way if you're listening. No, shout out to I don't give a shit. Man, I, I actually like Aaron. I, I just don't want didn't no, want I didn't want to no, play him in the no, Super Bowl. No, I meant me. I'm saying I didn't want to play his ass in the Super Bowl. I, just, I didn't care. I'm just saying. I would say Jones, a linebacker. He had some flashes. Yeah. You know, he didn't play well in the Super Bowl, too, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Okay. So then I mean, what about, what about, let's transition into receivers uh, real quick. They're receivers. 
What was you want, that? You want to do theirs or ours? Well, let's start off with ours and then work into those. All right. So our receivers, where, where you th- what are you thinking? You think this is going to be the week that uh, you finally see a little bit more? Because I think what it's, there's been so much going on that J- Jamar's been kind of pushed into the background. You think this is the week that uh, Jamar breaks out and has a uh, has a hundred yard game? Well, remember the first the first game with the Browns. He got most of his targets he caught. You know, a couple couple questionable, not not even questionable, couple of of Ward plays that you know you can throw flag on. Of course, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't really. I knew that after that, you know, eight target, no catch for D. I knew, and I said, "Yeah, you did." Don't worry about that next game. That is not gonna happen. It didn't. Got in the end zone, you know. It's gonna happen a couple times. This, this game. No, you're not wrong. You, you, you. Uh, I expect you to get in the end zone again this week. Oh yeah, again, gonna. Again, I expect him to throw But are you? But are? But you're. So you're. You're thinking what I'm thinking that. Uh, Jamar gets in the end zone this week. I think they both get in the end zone this week. I think they at least get it. I think I both think, of them at least get in once. I think they both get in the end zone this week. Both of them. Because I think. Well, we're going to need him first. Yeah, we're going to need him We need him to score. We need him to score some points. Because, get ahead early. Put these guys behind. Because our, our, our receiving core is too talented to not, put, to not be a factor. At least against, that's, that's against, especially against the team. Everybody's trying to say that they. Everybody's trying to say that the Rams aren't inferior. They kind of. No, they are. No, they are. They're, I've heard people it. try to say they're not inferior, but I'm just I'm. I'm trying to be respectful of my of our opponent, but also at the same time, oh, if they're not inferior, they where, where do they rank? Then? Where do they rank? The I, I watched know. them play twice. I mean, I went and looked at them in the games against the 49ers. I saw the game. I saw it. Yeah, because they're. The 49ers did not play the same kind of game they played the very next Thursday against the Giants. They played even better against the Giants. Well, but you Giants. also got to realize the, de- familiar, the defense of the Niners familiar. and the, also the you have to play the, the just remember, yeah. That's where I'm getting. That's why I was getting to. Right. I'm saying I'm playing between the the awesome defense that the 49ers have and then the familiarity that they have with the Rams because that is their division rival. Those are things that you do have to look in. You do have to look into. And the Rams looked, looked actually pretty good against the Niners defense. Uh, not surprisingly, it's not surprising that happened. Even with their you, inferior talent, so they still you, inferior. You, know? you see uh, Tyler Boyd having uh, having another because last the week one he didn't do hardly anything. No, nobody did. And then uh, second game last week he did better. He had a lot. He had a lot. He did a lot better, in my opinion. But I think the team did better. Yeah. But, you know, there's more levels, obviously. We got more, a lot more room to grow. And we, we get our situation behind the, old, behind the old center back. The more yeah. inferior teams that we're starting to play. But where are you seeing, uh, where do, how do you see uh, their receivers matching up against ours? Because well, the only one that's so far that I've seen that stand out, that's like truly stood out, has been uh, Puka Nakua. Puka Pikachu. Or as you call him, Puka Pikachu. Sure. Who's that guy? <laughs> Can't catch him, right? Who's this guy? It's great. Which Looks good. With yeah. which Looks with good. Uh, run out of Cooper which, Yeah, with with which with the, uh, the key is here. Yeah, with which uh, 
having Cooper Cup out. Yeah, it's almost, yeah, it, it's, yeah. Because the, the receptions have to go to someone. It's not Van Jefferson like they thought. Okay. Yeah, because Van Jefferson, I'm sorry, he's garbage. <laughs> Am I wrong? That's pretty funny. He's garbage. <laughs> Am I wrong? But here's the thing. No, am I wrong? Am I wrong? So. He has not played up with expectations. So oh, I no. Would, so. I, I would agree with you, I guess. I, I yeah, guess. no. I, I, no, he's, I hot, seen no he's, hot, he's hot garbage. I haven't seen anything from him that, no, would, he, that, would, that would be contrary to what you just said. Yeah. I can't even call him garbage. I just think that was funny. It's pretty funny. Well, you can't really call him garbage? I, I, I want to, but I, I want to. I would easily do it. Dude, literally, you were one of the most, like... You don't hold back for nothing. No, but I don't even want to call him that garbage. I ain't seen nothing from him. It's like they're not. Is it that he's not? He's not getting open. He's not throwing the ball. Okay. So what's, in other what's words, what's going on here? So in other words, the he main. Have so in other words, so in other words, you say the big thing is to stop. In other words, you're thinking what I'm thinking. The big things to do. Top you have to. You have to stop Higby and Puka Nakua, yes. or Puka Pikachu, as you call it. Which tight ends? Tight, which tight end? I'll, tight I'll give. I'll give them the slight edge in tight end because of the fact that right Somebody now uh, we're Justin still. And say, no, this guy's actually Tyler Higby. <laughs> right? No, no, that guy that played the Rams. Not, not our guy. That guy, guys. That guy that we're playing. That's Tyler. The Higby. guy in the blue. So if fresh. if you're listening, Mr. Reed, I know you got a Super Bowl last year. Um, you still suck, and fuck yeah. you. No, no, you're garbage. <laughs> You're hot Not garbage. Not Van Jefferson. No, you're garbage. <laughs> Some guy named. No, I'm not gonna. Name anyway, him. I'm not gonna name the linebackers. So he anyway, overall. Uh, so overall, uh, are we missing anything as far as uh, positions to cover? No, because I'm not talking about positions to cover on uh, on the offense. Or I'm trying to figure out. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna is say. There any other tight end that I can name or running back? Not really. Cause I don't know the running back. Okay. Right. Well. Then we will get ready to. Then at this point, I'm going to say you ready to go ahead and convert over to defense. Let's go to defense, guys. All right, and we're back to start on the defensive takeaways. Uh, Last week, defense struggled mightily against Lamar. Uh, what would you say? I'd say particularly the D line in the secondary. Well, we struggled to get any like consistent pass rush. We seem to allow the running lanes from the you know defense still kept us in it, but sure. they just they struggled mightily when it came, like you said, to just getting a consistent pass rush because there's quick as uh, it was either as quick as he was getting as quick as they were getting pressure back there, all of a sudden. Lamar decided to take off, or he had the ball out of his hands, and then hell, the one tie, the one uh, turnover we had, which ended up, uh, which one turnover we had that ended up really getting nullified because of the penalty on Zach Carter, which was the uh, what was it, face mask? Yeah. So, yeah, basically to make a long story short, we, we struggled, but this is a game. The defense should be salivating at the mouth. Feel free to correct me if you see see something that see a hole in my uh, in my the- in my thoughts and theories on this. Uh, 
at least from what I gathered watching it, their defense, the the Rams' offense is rather young. Their defense, their offensive line is rather young. I think they'd be easy to take advantage of. It's gonna a lot of it's gonna be because our all our guys on the line are one two year vets and and higher, correct? On the on our defensive line. Yeah, we're just, we just got to get it. We just got to get in there, create hell. When you have the likes of Trey Hendrickson, and from the sounds of it, it looks like Joseph Osai may be back in the lineup. If he's back in the lineup, that's definitely going to help because that'll take some pressure off of Trey. And when you can work in a guy like uh, like uh, Joseph Osai back into the lineup. The Rams don't know what the hell they're looking for. Because when the Rams line up, they're expecting to see 91. If they line up and say, hey, one play you see, two plays you see 91, then say you get a second, it's first down on the second one, on the second play, but then you come back out, oh shit, it's 58. Joseph Osai. That's a whole other guy they got to they gotta prepare for. Yeah, but you know, with Big Bay's offense, it's kind of like Shanahan. You know it. It's scheme dependent. It ain't about players in certain spots. Look at the 49ers offense line outside of just a couple guys. Right? Yeah, but you also got to look at it with the 49ers offense. No, but look, They're highly dependent on uh, on, Trent, on Trent Williams look, look, to make sure the blocking scheme goes good because they run to his side a lot. None of them for none of them for the guy that really great at all. They're not good. They're 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 solid to below average. The other four. So they're they're so in other words they're, that, they're in your opinion. So in your opinion, you're you're saying below average to average to just barely below average. Yes, that scheme they were playing as far as Shanahan. Well, you got a scheme. You can scheme your offense line to be better than what it is. Yeah, individually. Individually, there's no way these guys should be able to hold up against us. Individually. Across the board. We should whip them. Scheme-wise, right? Even in the Super Bowl, you kind of saw, scheme-wise, McVay elevate those guys a little bit better than what they were. Well, but that's Whit. also the signs. Outside of, of Whit. Whit was, but that's also Whit. the signs of a good coach, too. I know. That, so that's, that's kind of what I want to bring up as far as, like, you know, our defensive line, your defense, you know. Yeah, these offensive players are young, but the scheme helps them. The scheme is helping them right now offensively. Yeah. Talent-wise, there's no way. There's no way. Our defense is way too talented. You know, for yeah. like moving the ball so consistently against us. But scheme wise, McVay can scheme. I think it's going to be a tight game. Yeah. Like, I think McVay it's. McVay can scheme enough yards, and we just got to not let. We, know, just, got, we plays, just can't give him no big chunk no, plays. No plays that, that shouldn't be, though. Ones that shouldn't be. Yeah. They scheme. I think. Uh, they scheme, but somehow we got wide open. Like, so, yeah, I think their big thing. So. Yeah, like for instance, yeah. So since right now we're on the conversation of D line, D line, yeah. Uh, 
obviously we know the big standout on the Rams defense yep. is yep. Aaron Donald. Yep. Aaron Donald, you know, probably going into the game, they're going to probably be moving him around. Sure. Because they're going to be looking for that. They're going to be looking for that solid weak point. And well, we just Aaron can't. Donald's small, uh, smaller. He's not like. He's not small like at below like at the average height. Small. He's about six one, six two, about two eighty, two ninety. But you literally, you, he's, to me, he he reminds me of a pit bull. He reminds me of like you, John you, Randall. I don't care where he is. You better know where he is. You I don't know at all times. If you, they line John Randall up in linebacker, you think he'd be he'd be successful? He's a nut. Yeah, he's on crazy. the field, Aaron Donald's a nut. He has no. He's crazy. He has. He plays with reckless abandon. He has no peer in my view defensively on the line. They try to. They're trying to say. They're trying to say Chris Jones. Chris Jones is the pass rusher. Yes, Chris Jones gets the run. No. No. But he's not against Aaron the run, Donald. No. I know. I see your point. I and I agree with you. Run, he is no. the right combination of being balanced at that position. Yep. He's really good against the runs. Like really good. Because, like for instance, Warren Sapp, prime example. He was good at both. He Warren was Sapp good at both. So much better against the run than people gave him credit for. But he. But everybody. But no, when he. You didn't. But the thing is, was typically. But typically with Warren Sapp, correct me if I'm wrong. Three. At least for at least what was that? Three high. He played like three high. Oh yeah, no, I get that. I'm saying. I'm just saying. Correct me if I'm wrong. When they put when he usually when he got his sacks. They were typically like in moments where you, if you ever notice how the, like how the pocket, like when the ball was snapped, you'd suddenly see the, within a second or two, you might see that pocket start to collapse. You'd think he disappeared into the background. All of a sudden you'd see him come around and typically he'd like to get you from behind. Well, Simeon, Simeon Rice. Flying off the edge. I mean, yeah, because they were more or less trying to watch Simeon Rice and making sure got they were trying it's to watch coming. Simeon Rice and make sure that they knew where he was at. He'd be running you into one time and literally run you into him, and he'd be he'd wait like, he, like, he, like, 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 like a guy behind the tree. He's sitting there. He's sitting there wait, waiting like a patient hunter. Come on, Come and then on. next thing you know, he, pow! He do that off the you know off the three edge around. And like typically Parker. with Warren Sapp, they never really moved him around. They never, they typically kept him right where he, right where he was at because he was only about, he's only about barely over three hundred pounds. He's about three hundred two, three hundred three. Yeah, it's funny. He's about, he's about, I'd say somewhere between six foot, six foot three. And you think about his other running mate next to him, Brad Cooper. He wasn't very big either. Well, no, but you also, he also he had got McFarland. Yeah, he also he had Booker. Yeah, he, he got Booker. Give me say. That's what I was getting ready to say. Yeah, he had them two. That's you know, that's two. That's two polar opposites playing the same position. You got you got Colbert with the, the technician. He was so good. It was like anchor. He could anchor. Well, but when, that was in his, that was right, in his rookie early, year. The early years. Yeah. That was the early years of Warren Sapp. Once they got McFarlane, it, it changed everything. Yeah, and it did because when they got it, just you know. But I think right now with Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, I think because I know a lot of people are talking about how he's at nearing the end of his career. Yeah, but he doesn't and, have that big. You know, they ain't got that big nose guard guy next to him. Yeah. They but then just, again, when they switched to a three-four, uh, they pretty much used him as the as the yeah. nose guard. And they shouldn't. Well, they should have or shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. He can play anything he wants. Yeah. If you put 
And they literally just say You put Aaron Donald outside world. linebacker, I wouldn't care. He's still out there. That's, that's still a problem. He's still a threat. It's a problem. But with Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald's one of those guys you have to – and that's going to be the that's going to be the big thing that the Bengals have to do. They have to make sure they know where he is at at all times. I'll take my chances with any with anybody else on the team. I'm okay with that. But you okay make sure whatever, whatever the fuck that whatever if, if I'm if nah. I'm Joe Burrow or whoever the quarterback that ends up playing Monday night, I would be lining up, or I'd be sitting there literally saying, Zach, I don't care what you do, you make sure whatever schemes you put together. We make sure we know where Aaron Donald is at all times. We double him for a whole half, so. Yeah. It it's not that it can't be done. It's 100% good. But why the hell do we go away from it? That's the thing I, I want to know. know. Don't seem like after the first half, we suddenly, we suddenly, the they were single. We stopped doing it. But, like, then again, but then again, too, well, you could also answer that, too, with the overload blitz. They like to. Because yeah, as soon as they brought that, but be honest, as soon as they brought that out, they start doing the different looks with the overload. That was. Yeah. You still could have double teamed him. <laughs> well, but here's the thing: you if you're gonna could've. double him, if you're gonna double him, you're still leaving yourself open. That's like. Well, but we doubled him before. There was one on one on the outside. We were winning the outside. Yeah. We stopped winning the outside. That became a problem. Whatever they remember, because they were putting Von Miller and him on the same side. Yeah, Leonard Floyd singled up. I'm like, no, we can't block Leonard Floyd. I guess we're not supposed to win. Again. And Leonard Floyd, he's not terrible. He's no, just not, he's fine. He's, he's, he's fine. Player. I don't want no bad things about Leonard Floyd. You know, but I'm like, you, but I'm like you. I'll take my chances with yeah, Leonard Floyd. Yeah, because you're not going to be able to block everybody. Somebody's going to be running free. Right. No, someone's got a one on one somewhere. Somebody's getting a one on one matchup. That's like with the secondary. Somebody's going to get a one one on one matchup. You got to win those big things. What was that? got to win those matchups is what I'm But what it boils down to is somebody's going to get that one-on-one matchup. Yeah. Somebody's going to end up getting, be, uh, getting beat. And when that typically happens, you are, what's the word I'm looking for? They have to, it, this is going to be a testing ground for Zach, for Zach Taylor and Brian Callahan. Sure. Zach Taylor and Brian Callahan right now, especially with the fact that we are 0-2, they are holding – I think everybody – there's questions going around whether or not that Brian Callahan might be ready for a head coaching job or whether or not Zach Taylor really needs to be calling plays. I think no matter what, I do question the whole thing because he's not an Andy Reid. Nobody expects him to be Andy Reid. Nobody expects that. I don't expect to be Yeah, but you also have to look at the Andy Reid and Sean McVay are two literal literal offensive masterminds. I know. That they can literally come up with a scheme to kill you and kill you nine times over. And you wouldn't even know it until after after the after the fact. Well, so <laughs> the main thing that they're gonna have to do the main thing that they're gonna have to do because with the Rams, you've got Raheem Morris as their defensive coordinator. Yep. I do see a great job he did with the Bucks, by the way. So let's move Yeah. But anyway, yeah. you know. 
That's a problem on the defense side of ours. Well, but you also got to look. You also had to look at the fact that who all left. Yeah, young talent. Yeah, they got a lot of young talent. I think uh, this is going to be a proving ground for them. But I don't want. But I do not want. I do not want them making a name for themselves on us. None of us do. That's going to take a lot of doing. I think what's going to end up happening. If if we're in the if we're in the the D line, because we're still in D line conversation, who do you expect? Who are you thinking you're going to expect to have a big game? I think that I think this they is, I think I, they're going to still keep trying to work in Miles Murphy. Yeah, I think and I know a lot of people are really t- going hard on Miles Murphy, saying that oh he's already a bust. I'm like the kid. I'm like the kid is, and you knew and I knew, and even you, and I think you were the one that told me when we drafted him. Don't expect him to start right away. He's he's a project. Play a lot. He he's he's a project. He don't have to play. That's and with and with who we have currently in our lineup, like you said, we he doesn't have to play right away. Yeah, you can like work him in on so you can work him in on certain sets. Just like you can work him in on. And I think what, that's what I'm thinking. People are sitting there thinking they're yeah, like they're acting like he's supposed to already come in and be like ready to go. And I'm like, I I understand he was picked in the first round. I understand. It. I get it. And with the stigma to the oh he picked out in the first round he has to play. No, you you no. There were three guys ahead of him already that we knew were gonna play anyway. Osai just came off the end of this, looking like he's gonna play. He was already ahead of him in because anyway. Osai is probably gonna be the be the trend, uh, the uh, Trey Hendrickson replacement. Yeah, and then I can and see also I can with I, him at the same time. And then I can also see see uh, Miles Murphy being the Sam Hubbard replacement. Sure, or play with them all at the same time. So I think Which I'm waiting to see them all out there. Well, but if, if Sam gets a third, Occasion, occasionally, not, not a but lot. if Sam gets a third contract, we don't know. We don't know if that's going to happen just yet. But well, I mean, I would, I, I would, I would think that it wouldn't be too expensive, wouldn't it? Well, but if he gets no, a th- like if he gets a third like contract, contract, because basically he's what. You don't. He's not going to be. He's not going to ever be your sack leader, no, your league leading really sack leader. We don't need him to be. Uh, I don't think he can. It's not. I don't think we need. Him. I don't think he he's can. an excellent run stopper. He's yes. The best. He's an excellent run stopper. He's Mister Reliable. He's the best we got at defense. What I would say if they if they turned around and did offer a third offer him a third contract, it'd probably end up being uh, that'll probably be the final contract he gets. And what they'll probably do is they'll probably either have him split reps or they'll say, hey, uh, we don't know. We got these guys that we drafted. Hey, we don't want to turn around and not pay them. We want to keep them with their tremendous assets. Hey, are you willing to take a lesser role? That'd be the that'd be the conversation I'd be wanting to have. But, but you know how that goes. But oh, look, when you get older, you need up there in years. Because you know. typically, uh, defense, typically D linemen, the closer they get to their thirties, thirties uh, is about their drop off point when they start, when their production starts it's going down. It's not as quick as running back. Running back, that's like as soon as you hit about 26, 27. Remember running back? I mean, that's like a that's like a. Be dead at thirty. Yeah, be over with. 
then then had a little rinse and off there. Like uh, when I was young, had Emmett a Smith off. was a Emmett Smith was a uh, was a uh, an outlier. Or is that or would or would there is that the wrong word to use? I don't know. Barry Sanders and Adrian Peterson. Well, Barry Sanders could have played another. I don't know. Five years. Yeah. He said that. He just he's just gonna want to. Yeah. He, he, he chose not. He to. said he always could. Yeah. And it would have been at the same level, and I I agree. You probably would have been. He just didn't want to. Yeah, because I think Adrian uh, Peterson's an outlier. He got injured hurt a couple times really badly. But Emmett, know, Emmett was, I think Emmett's fall didn't start coming until about the early 2000s. It started coming at the mid, mid, uh, I want to say like Because in 95, he was, nine, like, up to about the mid-90s, he was, he was, he was running he was on all cylinders. He was still great even when you start getting towards the 97, 98, 99, just the Cowboys, you know, different. But it when it hit about the 2000s, you start you know, seeing the drop-off. Yeah, it was, that was, that was, it was there. Yeah, that drop-off was there. Very that's why. Team. That's why t- after 2002, like, Barry, like Jerry wanted him to retire a cowboy. He didn't want him to go play for another team, but Emmett still thought he had something left in the yeah, tank. I didn't want him to see him play for the Cardinals, but it, it happens. Uh, yeah, that's what it's you, a bad sight, by the way. Yeah, sight. that there and the Raiders are the two teams that you go to that go to play for to die at the end of your career. You know, unless you snuck on that Raiders Super Bowl team that. I knew it was gonna lose, but that's not the point. But uh, no. anyway, uh, so we, the big the big key the big key for the D line is gonna obviously be you have to basically make sure you're getting as much pressure. You don't want you don't want Matthew Stafford comfortable back there. I mean, he's not running. You want him because he he's run. a sitting duck. If you, get, if you get to that backfield, you collapse that pocket, corner him in, and trap him. Oh, he's done. That's it. That's all she wrote. She, you know, to steal a, uh, steal a page from the great Hawk Harrelson. Right? Hawk Harrelson? Yeah. Yeah, damn. Yeah. That's taking me back. My pick the click. You're right. There you go, right? Here we go. We go. Hey, I'll do this. I'm going to name a, I'll name a, a, one of my, I'll name some of my favorite announcers each week. I'm going to start something new, right? I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to paraphrase uh, each week. And it doesn't have to be a baseball. Announcer. It could be a football or basketball. Or okay, yeah, go ahead. This is the Hawk. We got we on family the Hawk today. You can put this one on the board. <laughs> My pick to click. Defensively. This is a Trey Henderson day. So you think it's gonna be a Trey Hendrickson this is a day? Trey Henderson day. This is a two sack, possibly three day. This is this is here we go. This is a big this is, the, this is the one. This is the, this one, is the where, one where you're gonna see him just suddenly. This is the one. Just, where just he's like, gonna where turn it. He's gonna turn it. He's gonna turn into blackout Trey. Turn into Derek Thompson. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, All right. The hell's going on here? Where is this? All guy? right. So then I'm gonna give my pick. You know what? You know I'm gonna why get. I'm that. gonna give my pick now. You know, you know why I said this? I, I think there's. I'm gonna pick two. I got because two picks. Because of their blind play action. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've got two picks. Without the tight end coming across, or without Cooper yeah. coming across, right? Because Cooper Cup's a really good blocker. Yeah. That's kind of place. He'll block and then come out. They don't uh, have that. But I'm, I'm going to let me give you my, I'm going to give you my two picks yeah. defensively. Yeah. I'm going to say. I got another one, but just. I'm going to say, you can, as soon as I give my two, you can give, you can give you one more. I agree with you. I'm going to go Trey Hendrickson, but this one's going to surprise you. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Miles Murphy. I think Miles Murphy has a, has a sneaky uh, sneaks in and gets a critical sack at the right moment. I think he, could, he sneaks in. A little bit more. 
plays a little bit more, maybe gets a sack, maybe gets a, an unexpected sack. Is that because Osai is coming back? Pump a little life into him. Get going here. Yeah, These that's. Guys yeah, I think uh, that's who. Guys. That's who I'm picking. So, okay. Uh, go ahead and give you a third. Then, then we'll go to the linebackers Come on, for both got, teams. It's gotta be. Even though we ain't got there yet, it's gotta be next guy. This is his game right here. Ooh, this is this is his game was, right yes, here. Yes, yes. This All is right. his game right here. You know right. he has this circle. Yeah. I yeah, had but, a circle for him. I'm like, yo, what better way to say? I didn't know what why better you say to offer me money. What better they way to say? Fuck you. He could have been the leader of this secondary going forward. He probably should have been because they was got everybody else go. I don't understand what they. Were I didn't. Doing. Saw, I didn't. Some people were sitting there talking about Nick Scott's trash. I'm like, I don't think he's trash. Ask him for it to who. You want to? But you know. The best but you know. But fine. you know you how Cincinnati. Ba- you know how a lot of Bengals fans. Or at least people that say they're Bengals fans tend to be. You'll get people that sit there and start talking and thinking that they know what they're talking about, and they just talk because they want to hear themselves talk. Sure, but I mean that's a that's a common thing in this yeah. day and age. And then you tell people, "I'm sorry, you're fucking stupid." No, you got to quantify what you say. You say no, that goes without saying. Whatever you want, I'm gonna hold you to the fire immediately. Like, what do you mean? That's like that's like you remember, you remember the story I, you remember the story I was telling you on the way here to on the way here yeah. about uh, about uh, that one person trying to tell me that when I said no I said I said you could sit Joe I said you can sit Joe for four to six weeks yeah. and as soon as he comes back in say he moves a wrong step or makes a sudden movement he could still reaggravate that calf and you're back to square one I said it's something that they're just gonna have to manage his load. And manages load well to try to keep anything from major from happening. If it goes to a grade two, I would sit him. I'd sit him no matter what. But if they're saying it's still a grade one, manage the load. Say, hey, they start. Yeah, you got to slide protections over all that. But anyway, getting back on the point of what I, the point I was trying to make. Uh, look at. Yeah, we're doing good. I'm, 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 I'm good. But uh, but yeah, getting back to uh, what we were saying, that uh, the person said the person turned around and told me said I didn't know what I was talking about and that that, that, that the Bengals uh, organization let Joe down and uh, Zach Taylor let Joe down and I'm sitting there going how the doctors they hire the best they have access to some of the best doctors on the in the country and in the world. So when they turn around and they they consult with them because at the end of the day you and I know when it comes down to it they're not going to throw millions of dollars at you and especially if you look at Joe's contract with two hundred nineteen million ten thousand guaranteed and yes I did go ahead and say ten thousand because ten thousand there Dan it's there yeah because it's there it's there so anyway getting back to what and say when you have that much money of your money guaranteed. They didn't throw it at him because, hey, they said they're looking at him as a piece of meat. That's their investment. That is their cash cow. That is the guy that, hey, that has pretty much revitalized this franchise. When people say, oh, no, you can't trust the doctors. They just make judgment calls. I'm sorry. Congratulations. You're fucking stupid. Oh, oh, and by the way. Because at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, the doctors, that's what a doctor's job is. They have to make a judgment call on certain things. That's why they have... 
all that equipment that they have you go through, MRI machines, x-ray machines. They're checking everything to make sure you don't have a broken bone or a torn muscle or all the imaging equipment to where they can yeah. be able to say, hey, this is what we're looking at. This is what it is. Could a misread happen? Yeah, it's always possible, but you don't expect it. Hopefully, hopefully we can get this out to Joe Burrow. You know, I, I, I need like a $10,000 loan. But <laughs> well, hopefully we can get this out to Joe Burrow. Joe, I need that no, matter what, loan, no matter what they say, no matter – we know you catching some hell, man. But man, keep doing you. You 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 fucking balling, man. Just keep keep doing you. Don't 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 let don't sit there and try to overdo it and play hero ball. We don't need you trying to be Josh Allen or Pat Mahomes. We just need you to do you. But if you can't be you completely, as long as it's not detrimental to the team, do it. If you need to pass the ball, if you need to hand the ball off several plays to not have them in your face, do it. But you need to run the football. But anyway, let's. We need to transition to linebackers. So on the, on the linebackers, no. Uh, obviously, we know our standouts: Jermaine Pratt and uh, Logan Wilson. They're there, and then we and then we have Akeem Davis, Gaither, and Joe Bocci. What are you thinking as far as? Uh, Comparing our linebackers to uh, the Rams. Okay. Um, they're young. Okay. Linebackers are young. So the Rams or ours? The Rams. Well, ours kind of, sort of, too. No, oh, they're seasoned. Ours kind of. You know. They're young, but they're seasoned. Yeah. But, but um, as you were saying, Rams, 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 linebackers are young. There's talent there. It's unproven. Jones is coming to his own a little bit. Not like a standout. Not like a top a top 20 linebacker. I don't know. Maybe 25. 25 to 20. He got a little ways to go. He can be fooled midday with guys. That's if Joe's plan. If Joe's not playing, well, then, you know, a little less. Manipulation with the eyes, a little more scheme, right? Get him out of position. It's very fast, kind of light. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll able to run at them. Goes back to my point of running the football early. Yeah. Right? Double yeah, because that's going to open up the pass game. Yeah, yeah, because we can get in behind them. Both of us are kind of old school football fans that. We, we both believe in you using the run to set up the pass. But legitimately, against this team, that is their weak point against the run. People think because their secondary is so young, you know, they're all, well, they're going to be stepping into the pass. I'm like, no. The 49ers said, no, they're stepping into the run, and they're going to run religiously. And they did. Yeah. And they did. And, I, oh, and they did. And I'm sure, they, I'm sure the Bengals have seen that tape. And I've watched They'd it. be crazy to say. They'd be crazy if they didn't watch it because that is a clear weakness. <laughs> yes, it's a bigger weakness than their passing defense, which is kind of you know it's not, not awesome either. Average, it's not average. It's not awesome. They don't. The secondary has, like I said, it has lots of talent. It ain't like, but it's all unproven talent. The combined, I think the combined starts between the three defensive backs or whatever. It's like not even double just digits. the ones that this guy. Had, that's the one corner I had last year. Like what? It's, it's almost double digits. Almost. 
But that's combined by three players. That's not good. Not good. Yep. That ain't good. So, with, but you, but at least from what you're getting, at least from what you're getting and what I'm getting, yeah. we both pretty much give the give the advantage to the linebackers. Yeah, uh, we have the, the Bengals. Yeah, we have the uh, experience one. Yeah. And Lou. There you go. Lou, Lou gives him the Yeah, advantage. okay. Well, Defensively all the way around. Well, but Lou's one of those, one of those guys, and you know and I know, he's excellent at second-half adjustments. Sure. Uh, with yeah, with second half adjustments, he might toy with you a little bit at first, or maybe sure. you might get you might get one or two. Like for instance, I'm surprised Ray Lewis never went into coaching because you look at how smart that man was. That, but although I bet if he walked into uh, Steve Bouchardi's office and said, "Hey, can I get a can I be the defensive coordinator?" They'd tell him, "Yeah." They say, "Sure." They say, "Sure." Right now, okay, go ahead, go for it. Yeah, please go for it. If you look at a guy like Ray, Ray was Ray was stupid smart when it came to football. Sure. He knew he knew everybody's job. He knew to make sure that everybody was where they were supposed to be. Yeah. Something seemed out of alignment. He, you, you, especially when you saw him hand motions going. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? He was just he wasn't terrible in coverage. No. Wasn't wasn't his strong suit. He was excellent at stopping the run. Because you knew as soon as you anticipated like you could have any good have been off block Oh yeah. So and he went block like a ton, but he wouldn't block some and could get off. But, but uh, anyway. Sort of like their linebackers. The reason why they're they're okay if they're free to run around and make tackles. When they're blocked, they don't get off blocks. But they show you, know, you in Pee Wee, they show you in junior high, and they show you in high school how to break, how to, like, if you're coming up, like if you're playing linebacker, you come up, say you got a gun, say you're the linebacker, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the lineman coming down to block you. They show you multiple different root, different uh, routine uh, techniques on how to shed blocks, where you might get up in you initially, but. For me, like I always turn around. Anytime I made a hit, like if I was had to come down on a linebacker, I made sure I'd always tell him, "If you're gonna have me block, have me have me come from the left side." Because especially if it's the middle linebacker, middle linebacker is gonna be watching where where the blocks coming from. Where if I could see where I'm like, okay, I think I think that middle linebacker is gonna be coming out on the other side. I tell I tell, I'd. Uh, I might turn around. I might. You might hear me turn around and say, "DJ." I yell up to my quarterback. Say, "Timeout! Call timeout! Call timeout! Call timeout!" Say, "Coach, remember that play you turned around and said you had said, hey, for you wanted the tackle to pull.' Yeah, you might want to. You might want to call that one. What do you mean? I'm seeing the linebacker. I'm seeing where his eyes are going. He's anticipating it going to the left. So if you want to make sure, hey, you can, you've got somebody to. Do that either a you're going to need me to pull, or b you're going to need me to play switch to left tackle and move so and so over to right. Well, is what it is. But going back, getting back on task, uh, the Bengals linebacking core. I agree with you. They're very they're they're not rookies, but they're young. They're young, but they're 
very experienced. Yeah, they're not at the point where they're like grizzled. But no, no, but no, they're not grizzled at all. Still very young. Wilson's still very, very good at uh, you know scraping and chasing. Yeah, and I think what's gonna need. I think what they're gonna do. They're gonna probably. They're gonna be trying to keep an eye on where those two are. They're gonna be trying to watch where those two are. They're trying to get you to. I think they're, but I think they're going to be more worried about where Trey Hendrickson's going to be. Yeah. going to be in the backfield. That's where going to be. But the <laughs> Bengals linebacking core has that danger is that has that dangerous uh, ability to not only be able to stop, play the run but also play the pass yeah, well, extremely well. Just that eye manipulation. And uh, be able to look up routes as they come across. Oh no, that goes without saying. But uh, but you're but you're saying you give uh, you give the edge to the Rams. What? I mean, not Rams. The Bengals for uh, linebackers. Yes. Uh, what about secondary? What, what are we looking at? Who are there? Who are the big standouts in the Rams secondary? I don't know. Jordan Fuller. Maybe? He's a senior member of the secondary. You said Jordan Fuller. Fuller. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he come out of Ohio State? He did. Yes, he did. Okay. That's why I'm making sure because I remember yes, he hearing did. the name. He's not the most physically gifted. Uh, That's why they say Nick Scott. He's a better athlete and a younger athlete. And made. So I think what they're going to end yeah. up doing, so in other words, the weak link in the secondary is Fuller, you would uh, say? In coverage, yes. So in other coverage, words, yes. In other words, they, they line him up as a free or strong safety? Strong safety. Oh, yeah. They're going to try. They're going to up to play in yeah, because if they typically, they which is to, why they if they play it, if they play it like how I think they're going to play it, they're probably going to have the state the strong safety play, try to play the middle of the, try to play the middle of the field to help out with the linebackers. Yeah, and look up to the ball, a little more on the tight end. That's why Earth Smith is playing. He he might kill these guys. No, actually, they said he's doubtful. I know, but I'm saying if he was playing, he killed these guys. Yeah, they're going to probably try to have him play the middle of the field. My pick to click would have been Irv Smith and just be not playing. Stop playing. Right? That would have been my second pick. I hate him. Irv Smith. And yeah. Now that I know he's not playing, well, that's probably Tyler Boyd. Oh, yeah. I'm going Tyler Boyd for that. I mean, yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll get – I mean, like I said, while Chase and Higgins will get touchdowns apiece, right? I think Boyd potentially has the potential to get more yards. Yeah. He has the potential to get the most yards this week. That's this week. I think what they're going to do week. with the secondary. Because they're kind of bracket. I think they're going to bracket the receivers. That's probably. Yeah. Well, in other words, going sideline to sideline. Yeah, you can't leave their secondary one-on-one with our receivers. Everybody know that. You, I, I, they can't play. Uh, they shouldn't play. Hell, look at what happened they in the Super Bowl. Hell, look at what happened in the Super Bowl. First damn play of the game. You, you see? They turn around and end up uh, putting uh, – <laughs> they played Jalen Ramsey one-on-one against Chase. Yeah, but Chase sat there and smoked him. You seen sort of the way that they were, you know, they were playing. Oh yeah. Okay, I was like, I I do not anticipate them doing that again. So I don't anticipate them doing that again. Now, like I said, that's going to open up Boyd in the middle. If we can get anything out of the running backs, yeah, what's up? So I think you know. So with the second, so with the secondary, I think I think the standout, the standout's probably going to be. Honestly, I'm going to say for us. 
a secondary. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say uh, Nick Scott. Nick Scott. He's gonna get have an opportunity to make plays in the middle um, of the field because they're gonna throw the ball in the middle of the field. I'm gonna. And I'm gonna even. Go. And and Higby primarily work in the middle of the field. Yeah. They're not getting anything from the outside receivers, which, which is great. It's great for us, right? Yeah. It's great. They're not getting the production at all. And it's like they're not even they're not even throwing the ball to these guys. That's what it is. Cooper got 25 receptions, and Higby got 12, but they got most of the targets, too. Yeah, you're not wrong. So, I want, I want him... I want Stafford to throw the ball on the outside. We got a better chance of intercepting it, right? Better chance yeah. Right. All right. But I know the majority of his passes don't come in the middle of the field because typically what he's doing his whole career and his rank career, you know, like. Now, is there any other positions that we're fitting Because we went line, we went D-line, we went linebackers, we went secondary. Secondary, yeah. Um, best teams. I mean, all right. So what about, what about special teams? I say, I say, uh, yeah. I say, uh, Kicker, yeah, because I think old Robbins he's struggled a little bit, he hasn't done yeah, terrible, but he's not been great. No, the Rams punter ain't been great either, even though he's kind of, I'm thinking he's kind they punt more than we have. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree, I, I, I believe. But uh, Hunt Moore is not good. But <laughs> not okay. Good. Then uh, returns. I mean, we got slight edge in returns, but you know. Okay. Not kickoff returns, but also punts. Punt returns, yeah. Especially after, especially if Charlie Jones, even if he don't get a return, but just get right, some no. decent. Even if he don't right. return it for a touchdown. No, I mean, just get, get us in good field position. You're gonna get us good position because I believe we're gonna get some three outs. Yeah. Quite a few of them actually, because of Craig Henderson. Yeah. Get some sacks on third down, a couple of them. You know, Nick Scott, possibly turn and turnover, flip the field. Oh, yeah. That goes without saying. Good position. What about uh, time of possession? So, with that said, I say at this point, we can give our final thoughts. We'll go ahead and give our final thoughts. Uh, I'm going to go first. Uh, or, as a matter of fact, you know what? I'll let you go first. No, you go first, sir. What are your final thoughts? Okay. I'm sure the coach staff and everyone else is, like I said, first floor. You know, everyone's worried about the health of Joe and all that. I'm like, I get it. I understand it. I truly, I still truly believe whether Joe plays or not, the key to this game is the first quarter. Coming out and getting a early lead. Coming out and getting some success early. That's the key. We have not done it yet. We ain't had a successful first drive, a successful second drive, none of that. We come right out of the money in football in front of the world. So look, this is who we are. This is who we are. This is the way we play. At home, no doubt. At home? Yeah. In the jungle? Yeah. This is the Rule of Jungle podcast. This is the, you know. Yeah. We go 0-2 at home. No, no, no. Yeah, we're not going. We, we no. can't go 0-2 at home. We're not going to go 0-2. Right? So, in that case, here comes the next thing. You know you know this is this is the thing on, a, on this show for us. Final score. 
103. <laughs> no, okay. be, be serious. Okay, 104. Okay. What was that? They get another thing. They get a field goal. 100 to 5. No, be serious. Okay, seriously. All right. Because yeah. if Aaron Donald is Aaron, plays like Aaron Donald, we're not, we're not going to just sit there and be able to run up and down the field with no problem. Nope, we'll still beat him. <laughs> We'd still beat him. No, I think we'll beat him. I'm just saying, I just don't think it's going to be in their scoreless game. No, I wouldn't be. Well, no, they'll be. They, no. Okay. 20, or no 100 point game. No, I wouldn't be. I'm just kidding. Uh, what did I say? 27 13. You say 27 13? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can, give it, I can get behind that. That's what Joe playing. All right, so what about if, if he ends up sitting? Because we, we won't know until probably tomorrow. I, I think we'll know tomorrow. Okay, he doesn't play. Um. Twenty to thirteen. Twenty to thirteen. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I'm with you that our 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 survival as far as the rest of the season hangs in the balance. Because if we lose on Monday, we officially enter life support territory. Uh, Again, I'm not ready to hit the panic button yet, but I'm being realistic. I am. Go ahead. Go ahead. But if we lose because Joe didn't play, that's different. I think regardless, sir, I'm being being honest. Yeah, but that is a little different, though. We lost because we didn't play this game. As opposed to we lost because he did play and didn't play well in this game. That would concern me more. If okay. He, if he played, if okay. We, if we put I up still, well, well, let's, well, let's, well, right. then let's say this: we're still the season. This is a month. This is truly a must well, win. We got to win the damn game, and you, I agree. Yeah, this this is truly a must win. Sure. To stay alive, you don't want to go down to three, right? That's not what because want. then that's a, that's a, that's an even bigger hole that you don't want to have to climb out of. Right. That's like having to win like ten out of fourteen or something like that. But anyway, going back, going back to what I'm, going back to what I, the point I was trying to make. This is a must-win. Bengals have to come out and play their brand of football, and they're going to have to because the head coach has familiarity with Zach. Zach has familiarity with the, with McVay. Zach has to get inventive with this game. With some of the schemes that they employ and things of that sort, they cannot rest on their laurels. You you have to get inventive. You have to catch them catch them sleeping at the wheel. So even if that means hey, the first 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 two plays you run you you run it and say if it's third and two and they're thinking you're gonna they're thinking you're gonna pass, run it again. Or even if it's third and five, run it again. If it then, 
or if it's uh, because they're probably I'm thinking they're gonna probably line eight, line eight in the box, and try to get you, try to prepare prepare like they're gonna like you they want you want them to run. Which at that point I just get it over top because typically if you play an eight in the box, you're, you're normally correct me if I'm wrong. You're typically heading into man coverage territory. Yeah, or or some kind of match. Yeah. Which turns into man dude. Yeah. So. We gotta get. We have to come out firing, get an early lead, and make this make this a. Because uh, at the end of the day, we're the Cincinnati Bengals. They don't want to track me. Obviously. They don't want. They don't want to track me. We need to get the get up early, get it to where the hey, where we to where we can control the where we can pretty much just run it down there first the rest of the game and just control the clock. So even if say we went up twenty one nothing, that point you could pretty much just control the clock. I would almost compare this defense to like what we played Atlanta last year. <coughs> yeah. very, very similar. Very similar, like as far as like the talent, you know. Yeah. A couple of okay rushers. They have one really good standout on the defensive line, like North Jersey. Yeah, Great Jarrett, yeah. And their secondary is very young. And we had to decide how we want to go after them. We want to go up top and just say, look, they don't play, they play any man to man. Fine, let's go after them. Let's go after them. Not even mess around with them. That's what we did in Atlanta. Against Carolina, what did we do? Against Carolina. We just ran it down their throats. See? From day, from the first. From the quarter, very first get go. We didn't even mess around. We, didn't we just came out there. We just said, oh. Screw all this. Yeah, okay, we're 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 running. Bloody your nose. Bloody your nose. We're gonna we're gonna bite you. We're gonna we're gonna kick it. We're, right? You get them in the dirt. You get them in the dirt and kick it. Kick a little grit. A little grit in your face. Oh, that hurt. No. Yeah. Because, good. Remember, they saw the Atlanta game. They thought these guys would go bombs away. No, we don't have to. to beat you. And that's the thing. That's the type of brand of football we need to be playing. We need to play. We don't need to play to their. We don't need to play to their strength. And Zach Taylor early on, it seems like that's what he tries to do. And again, but anyway. So defensively, we're gonna have to attack early and attack often. We cannot let. We cannot let Matt Stafford get going early. Can't let him get a uh, get a lead. If he gets his confidence up, he's going. We want to. We want to keep the pressure to him early and often because he is a better version of Kirk Cousins. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Where Kirk Cousins is just Kirk better, Cousins. Because he has better arms. Man. So. He has better throwing arms. Yeah. So and I agree. Yeah. So, so I think I what's gonna. I think what's gonna end up happening. We have to get the pressure to him early. Get him to throw a ball because at least he's going to at least throw one to two interceptions in the course of a game. Yeah, we catch him. Catch the ball. You, you just got to catch him. Got to catch him at catch that right moment. Catch the ball. So. Catch the actual ball. Catch so basically, main thing Lou's going to have to do, even if Lou's got to look at that su- that old Super Bowl tape, as much as probably none of us really want to look at it, that go back and look at that a little bit. Go. We had lots of success in that third quarter stopping them. Yeah. And say, hey, well, can I use, can I reuse some of this? What what new things can I put in? Can I change a couple things up? They have more talent, and we stop them. 
And, and we had less. Yeah, it goes without saying. There's less talent on defense. That goes without saying. And less speed, and we stopped. Again, that goes without saying. Here you go. I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to give my I'm going to give my predictions. Lou has to come up with the most ferocious, tenacious. I will end your life if you just so much as look at me wrong type of defense that he's ever, he has to go into deep into his tri- bag, trick, uh, bag of tricks to put together a hell of a game plan because you already know they lose this game I you're going to see the naysayers the naysayers are already out we're going to see them out even more in droves I'd like to quiet them for a while I'd like to quiet them well, keep them quiet. You know, next year's a beater. Oh, I know that, but I'm just—I'd like to quiet them to where it's a, instead of it being so loud right now, it, it's more of a whisper. Here's so, my, here's my first naysayer voice. Oh, oh, oh! You, oh, you beat the Rams. You know, we, we told you the, the Rams. No, no, they got a lot of talent, but you know they suck. Well, you didn't say they suck before, you know. But anyway, my final score. I'm gonna say twenty. I'm gonna say twenty-seven seventeen. I think. I think there's. I think there's. A, I think there's an interception or two. I think Trace. I'm with you that I think Trace Hendrickson has a big game. And I think what ends up happening is, at a critical moment in the game, you're gonna see the. Uh, you're gonna see the wheels fall. You're gonna see the Bengals get there, get the, the offense finally get their get their steam, and just get truck through it. And then you're gonna turn around and see Joe Mixon. I say, I think Joe Mixon is gonna be the offensive standout for this game. That and I think Jamar Chase and T Higgins at least get into the end zone once. So. At this point in the show, this one ran a little longer than expected, folks. I am going to say, on behalf of my co-host and I, well, we definitely appreciate you guys listening to our show. So, on that note, before we go, if you would be kind enough to, if you like the show, help help get it out to other Bengals fans. Like, subscribe, leave comments. If there's any constructive feedback you want to give, anything, leave that. That helps Spotify. That helps Apple Podcasts. That helps us get it out to more fans of the Bengals. So, on that note, we bid you a who day and have a good night. <laughs>